0: Idea, I like it. Hey, 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 everyone. It's your girl Lulu, and welcome back to the comfort zone. Today, we have a very special guest, but I do want to address that hubby is not here today, but that's okay. We're doing parent things, so he's helping our child. But nonetheless, we're still going to have an amazing time because (laughs) the girl's here, and (laughs) so that's that part. And today, our special guest, I love everyone to introduce themselves so that there's no error, and I'm just monopolizing the whole conversation. So please (laughs) let our audience know who you are and who you go by
1: sure um i'm most commonly known by the girl abides uh mostly on instagram <laughs> that's kind of my home but uh sometimes people call me mod just as a little way to keep my privacy maintain my boundaries but i love being called the girl vibes and um just don't call me girl it sounds weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not, the, not yeah know. people do it it's really funny <laughs> They're like
1: hey girl and i'm like okay <laughs>
0: not really (laughs) yeah mm. (laughs) so with that and because you announced all your amazing um instagram (laughs) worlds which you will have all that in our show notes let everybody kind of know you know what it is that you do in that world you know what is your um passion
1: well um
0: first and foremost
1: i'm an intersectional feminist and a submissive which is a combination that a lot of people don't always think of together.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, But that's really where how I show up in that space. Those are the things that are most important to me, probably even in that order. So I like to think it's a space that maintains kink positive, sex positive, queer positive. Um, I also think as a part of intersectional feminism where, you know, I want to focus on how to be a better human being. So that's, you know, social justice, anti-racism, environmental justice. I mean, it's when you think intersectional, it just kind of never stops. Right. And when I first started creating this account, so I make, I've been making memes for about two years in that vein, <laughs> and trying really hard not to get kicked off of Instagram,
0: which is a hard thing. sometimes.
1: Uh, it's really hard. Um, but it's just been, it's become such an incredible community and I've learned so much in that space. You know, I, at first I only posted, uh, like sex positive and queer positive content. And then I started learning more. So I started posting more about what I was learning and I've just, I thought the more specific I got, the more I would lose people. And Mm -hmm. it was the opposite. It really just, it kept growing. And I think I I get contacted by a lot of people who are saying, thank you for just normalizing this and creating this in this space. Because we don't always get to talk about, well, we never get to talk about sex on Instagram. We don't really get to talk about kink. Talking about queer issues is iffy, just with the censorship. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you can be on a lot of other platforms that allow for that. But I think holding space on a platform that actually does it it's it's really important.
0: That's very um, true.
1: So yeah, but that's and you've kind of been what
0: it's out. in your arena because mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't come across, well, haven't been able to chat with many people who may be in this kind of arena. How long have you kind of been in the space that you're in? Is a unique space? Sure. Yeah. Um. I would say my my
1: personal time. I'm sorry. Spending in. Uh, In kink specifically and sex positivity, I would say I've been doing that for about three and a half years as like Mm -hmm. my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a big shift in my life around that time. So it's like, well, now's the time, you know, Um, just really kind of threw myself out there. And I'm really happy I did. And Um, starting starting that Instagram was was kind of a part of that because it was a way for me to, it was a finsta at first. I just wanted to follow stuff. That's all it really was. And then I was kind of slowly, but surely starting to share more and more. And like, then I, it wasn't private anymore. You know, it was a really slow process, but I had never, ever set out to actually create like a public brand or a personal brand like this. It was very unintentional.
0: So Well, you did a good job <laughs> with it because you reached yeah. people who were feeling the same way and maybe... Um, Maybe had the same thoughts as you and was like oh is is it even gonna be anything and maybe I'm just doing it for myself, but that yeah. doing it for yourself really reached you was like, oh, I feel the same way, and that content is helping me or inspiring me or just making me feel great about what today is
1: yeah I so, think especially know, coming from I think. a from a woman
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, no, this is a free you know. talking. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the kink-positive spaces that I used to see online were really coming from DOMs and more dominant characters in the scene. So I think it's important that um, submissives and and females, femmes, women, anybody on the on the spectrum also has sure. a space. You know, because there's just I also feel like a lot of the education around kink is really coming from um, men and is usually in a very uh, heteronormative space. And I think, yes. like, I think we could do better than that. Um, as a, as a community, you know, I think community is not that big, but if we can create more spaces yeah, where there's Yeah, there's dialogue, some numbers.
0: Yeah, there's some yeah. numbers get together and um, get something going. So yeah. when we talk more about being submissive, I know, well, I know, but my audience may not know, not all of them, but there's different lanes You know of being a submissive some you know it's one or the other you know there's a a lot of different branches if you will to that submissive tree if i'm correct so if you're comfortable however much you are comfortable maybe say in your space how you see yourself as a submissive what is your um role in that
1: i that's great because you're right it means different things to different people um Mm -hmm. I think there are as many different ways to experience kink as there are kinky people. So um, for me personally, being a submissive, um, I'm entering a space with a trusted partner or partners and uh, where there's been a lot of negotiation in advance to Mm -hmm. allow for me to relax and trust that partner so much that I can really give them... I I like to think of it as a power exchange. So it's uh, giving them my power in that space. And then that is ultimately still returned to me. But Mm. I'm a firm believer that the submissive is actually the person who's really in charge of the scene and really holds the power. And I think any experienced Dom would agree with that. Um, And I think that in the way that I show up in that space more personally, like within my taste is right. I tend to be actually pretty, a little bit more conventional, I think, than people might expect. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like I'm not a masochist, so that tends okay. to be like really associated with with bottom positions. And that's not really my okay. my jam. I bruise like a peach, like I don't need help with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, before I had the language to describe the to say I was a submissive because mm-hmm. um Man mansplaining for the win. Somebody actually had to explain this to me once, and he really did me a solid. But because the way I showed up was just saying, um, "I like to do as I'm told." Like that's all I kind of figured out. So mm. I think a lot of submissives might um, stumble upon that part of themselves, and right. that's kind of how it was for me. And I loved that. You know, I loved giving up that power in that space. And um, there's a there's a lot of liberation that that can come for that for me.
0: Yes. So. Fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy you were able to give the audience, you know, your take, because, you know, pe- again, when when people hear that, they're like, oh, you're just doing what else, but it no. was a choice, <laughs> you know, it was your choice to say you want to do what someone is asking yes. you to do. So as you said, it is that thing where you do have that power because you've chosen to be mm-hmm. that person. Absolutely. So, and it's completely different than someone forcing something upon you. You've chosen to say, I would like for you to tell them what to do. I'm yes, you. I want you to tell me. To
1: <laughs> and, I'm, different. and I'm not an equal opportunity submissive. This is not something that I just hand out to people. It has to, submission has to be earned. It should yes. always be earned. And I like to think of submission as being similar to consent. It's revocable. Mm-hmm. It's something that should be enthusiastic. I should be informed in order to really give that to you. I think they're really exactly. linked. So, um, and if if there's one message I would love to like share with people of who maybe course. aren't familiar with this is. Um, submission does not negate my sense of self-respect or feminism yeah. at all. Like, I'm, I'm a real feminist. <laughs> so, if anything, <laughs> I think that feminism should allow us to explore and enjoy if that's what feels
0: right to us. That's true, absolutely. So, because yeah. you know they wouldn't say the same for you know a uh, male because they have to be a mm-hmm. lot of verbiages, right? <laughs> right. A <laughs> yeah. They decide to be a submissive. You know it. Will, mm-hmm. That's what they feel. Maybe they're a, a dominant in their everyday life, and so
1: yeah. in their,
0: their <laughs> other part, they they want to be that person because they may be exhausted from dominating all day. In yeah. The and so switch of the dynamics is always an amazing thing. Absolutely,
1: you know? and and you know, and there's I would say I'm probably I have some switchy tendencies, which means that I can be a little more dominant. I'm so in denial about it though. Okay. <laughs> so it's it, but that's possible. You know, you can there could be fluidity in how you relate to that um being submissive or dominant and there are a lot of people who are in between and Mm -hmm. um and i would say there are a lot of people who um i i played with some some friends uh the other day and kind of toyed a little bit with being more dominant with with one of my friends okay okay like i was encouraged to i felt so out of place it was so much fun (laughs) (laughs) i was like like, what do i do But it was you know these these are uh, people I have a really close relationship with, and fantastic like I mean, and like, okay, good. sure, I'll give it a try, like,
0: yeah, and you know it might be it might be like you know, a seasonal <laughs> thing for you. I'm only yeah. doing this in the summertime, guys, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> only if it's warm enough. Uh, and I think a lot of people I think it's really common for um so i'm I'm bisexual, so I think it's really mm-hmm. common for a lot of bisexual. Um, submissives to maybe be more dominant with one gender than another so mm-hmm. uh, the, par- the partner that I was being more dominant with is, is another woman so um, okay. and I was with her with her partner who's a man and he is more dominant as well so um, mm-hmm. but I don't generally feel drawn to being dominant with with male partners okay. Um I think I would give it a try with the right person if I really wanted to, because I really, I got to say, I think if kink has really taught me anything, it's to keep an open mind. I've been right. very surprised about some things that I've ended up enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea I would like some things as much right. as I do, and now I can't stop talking about them. So, <laughs>
0: and, and that's the amazing part of exploring, right? To to get that, you know, figuring out things that you may have had in the back of your mind. I was like, I don't really know if that's me. And then you try, you're like, oh, yeah. that could be me. I Maybe think this one Tuesdays. my <laughs> 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 this Tuesdays, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or today, I which did. is our Wall Sex Wednesday. Always celebrate Wall Sex Wednesday. That's Wednesday. amazing. Love that. That's awesome. That's so cool. And so do you have um, people on your Insta coming and, you know, Asking one your advice of how to be a submissive or of wanting you to yeah. be theirs, you know, that
1: kind of way. Yeah, definitely a mix. Um, the, my DMs have been a really interesting, that, that's its own journey, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> my DMs are, oh dear. Um, most of the people who reach out are very respectful, you know, and I, when people reach out to ask, because I can tell they want to learn, I really yeah. want to give them that that um response if i can uh also because i i really think of my space as being a community and i want to be responsive when, when people write to me and sometimes they right. you know help me to get a little bit better and serving that community but um i had a i try not to get to it you know connected to to complete strangers because i don't know them well enough necessarily right. to offer good advice i'm not a yeah. certified sex educator or anything like that or therapist but I did t- speak to a follower once who was clearly in a dangerous situation. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to put everything down and we're going to talk right now right. and figure this out and get you out of here. Because one of the scary things, I think, for for women, for submissives, uh, I'll say for femmes and okay. uh, for queer folks, that, um, you know, that's a vulnerable position to be in with someone that you've just met. Mm-hmm. And some people do like a more um a little more tension in that relationship, and right. that can be really hard to navigate with somebody new and, and being able to decipher whether or not, is this is this potentially abusive behavior or is this somebody who hasn't really figured out how to um, be a dominant yet? You right, know, right. It's, it's a, so if someone's gonna reach out because they're in that space, I'm, I'm gonna make the time to talk to them. And mm-hmm. um, But if they're sending me dick pics, I'm
0: gonna just block them. <laughs> that
1: happens a lot, unfortunately, and it doesn't no, work. No, no, it's never no, no. worked.
0: <laughs> you can start. You can start a book. Quite a few people, you know, have yeah been very successful with just doing their um received dick pics into a uh, to a book. It's it's
1: yeah. I mean, they've given me, they, as far as I'm concerned, they've licensed their image to me. So, um, no, that what I do. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. What I do like to do, and I've been doing this for about two years now, is. Whenever sends me someone sends me a really inappropriate message or you know a dick pic, which of course I'll uh, censor, I post it in my stories with their handle and I publicly shame them for it. Oh. So and it's in it's in the stories in perpetuity. There's its own highlight of just people who sent me yeah. inappropriate messages because God. I really I don't know that it deters anything, but it makes me feel better.
0: You listen and one step at a time, and so that's you know that's it's good yeah. for you. It's that release that you needed to get that energy off of you that they were trying to give yeah. you all through your dms um have you ever thought of now yeah. in the face of people looking to you as someone with knowledge doing maybe mm-hmm. a workshop and teach about you know the thing that you know as a submissive um yeah i would i would you
1: know i would love to do that if it um if i really felt confident in the advice mm-hmm. that i was able to give uh you know my experience is only my own and right. sometimes I worry that uh, that you know I, I, I can only process through that, that lens, right And um, yeah, I love that idea though because I I don't know I'll say community about 50 times a day. It's really really important to me and right. I was I was a sub all by myself. I had no idea what to do. I went, I mean I went to the library, I went to the bookstore. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out resources I didn't even know what to call myself. Like I said, a guy kind of had <laughs> to tell me. Uh, so I think uh, providing that resource is really important. And, you know, there there are some other submissives out in the space, especially like on Instagram, who are offering, you know, kind of that communal space. Um, but the, the one particular who comes to mind is Ask a Sub, who's just, she's wonderful. She's okay. um, big in the community. But uh, one of the big differences between us, and we don't know each other personally, though, is that right. um, she's married and she's collared. So... Um, we mm. offer really different perspectives because right. I'm, I'm, I'm single. I don't have a partner, but I have okay. explored with that. So um, I think that one of the things that draws a lot of submissives to exploring in places like Instagram, which is not really ideal, <laughs> is that we just don't know where else to look. And yeah. if you're in that case, you're probably single or you're probably unpartnered. You're probably looking because you mm. don't even have um, you haven't found your community yet. You may not even know that there is one. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm all for supporting people going and through that would,
0: particular space. That would be the thing, right? You you kind of be that catalyst for people who are in the same kind of space that you're in, and kind of be mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, you're not alone in this. I'm here, you here. Now we three of us, you know. Yeah,
1: and there's and nothing uh, wrong with the stuff that you want to try out. Like exactly. as long as everyone is safe, sane, sure. and consensual, then. Yes
0: then I say it's all good, you know? Yeah. So maybe something to put up on your um, a sticky notes. Think <laughs> about workshops later on. Credit <laughs> you <know. to> Lulu.
1: <laughs> no, I'll come and sit you on the class.
0: No problem. I like I that. I love that. No, thank you. Thank you for suggesting that because I had not thought of that somehow. Yeah, I think, you know, I think anywhere that you can teach someone something that, first of all, that you're passionate about mm-hmm. because your passion will show out and show up and then yeah know that it's something that means a lot to you we're doing a stake and blow job workshop this coming weekend because that sounds we, awesome me and my cohort want to let everybody know that we enjoy giving fellatio you know? so <laughs> um, hell yeah <laughs>
1: I don't eat steak, but I like the other
0: part (laughs) Well, you know, the traditional day Was steak and blowjob day, but I always say Protein and blowjob because Like for me, I married my husband, doesn't eat meat So he's like Mm -hmm. a salmon steak So, you know, still the same thing, you need your protein If you, they're both protein (laughs) Have some jackfruit Into a piece of um, steak You know, whatever you you do But you're going to need that protein after this work is done Because it's going to be amazing And you're going to be starving after So
1: why not? I mean, that's, that's
0: the Breakfast Champions right there. So. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of tricks and a lot of you know great information that we want to share with people, and so we just said, yeah. "Hey, let's do a workshop." And I love it. Um, I mean, you always want something to be amazing, right? And we're we are very grateful for the people who want to participate and want to support us in that. So yeah. again, like I said, to you, if you decided to do it and it was five people, you know, if they will, are there and and, and they will spread the word and then we'll grow and we'll grow. And, and so that's what we're doing with this. And so that's why I just say, I'm going to pour into you and say, hey, listen, have it on that sticky note, have it on your vision board and say, at some yeah, point you're going to have a workshop by it. Because I think it'd be amazing.
1: No, I, I've, I love it. I really do. Um, I, I really appreciate you rec- like suggesting it. So that's exciting.
0: It's going to be awesome.
1: <laughs> I would love it, honestly. I, I actually, I did have a, I wish I had thought of your, I knew I, I wish I'd known about your what you're doing because I had a follower reach out a few weeks ago when I, sometimes I'll put out in the stories just ask mm-hmm. me questions and right. usually I don't answer all of them but one um, was asking for advice on fellatio and I was like, man, I don't think I can really give this advice on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, was really, I was actually looking at my uh, one of my toys last night uh, and thinking about like, how would, I, how would I talk to someone about that? How would I like describe what your tongue is doing? when you can't see it. And I was like, I'm like using my thumb. I'm like, yeah, you're just going. <laughs> it's really funny. but Well, um, I mean, you know, if they
0: ever come about again. Um, I would love
1: to send them your way would, because I think okay. it was
0: valuable. It will be recorded. They can always, you know, buy the redo and, and watch it. And, you know, a private session could be done within reason, mm-hmm. of course, because right. you have right. to say that. You have to say that.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah because actually a lot of the people who do reach out to me for advice on that specific topic are are bi men and i'm like hmm. okay we don't you know my instinct when when a guy reaches out to me is like to be a little careful about <laughs> about right. my boundaries right. Right. but i have right. such right. a uh i have such a huge soft spot for uh bisexual mm-hmm. men in particular right. or and, and non-binary people in that space because uh they're just I really think that bi men kind of get the worst of bi phobia, and uh, I really just, I'm like, you're my brother and I want to like keep, I want to hold space for you. i like, I make memes about being about bi men all the time because I'm like,
0: right.
1: come out you guys. It's okay. Like, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. I really like, I'm not trying to fetishize. I really like just, well, maybe like there might be an element of that, but I'm trying not to be coming from that space, but rather like supporting it. Cause yeah. You know, but and but when they wonderful. ask for questions like that, I'm a little uh, hesitant about how much to to share. You know.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, next time they just send them on to Lulu and they can get a class mm-hmm. and they can get their life together. You know, we got deep throats, relaxed throat spray, and oh, we got cool. BJ strokers that we're going to be using, and an actual nice. well, not an actual, but a nice size dildo. I'm not going to have a live demonstration. <laughs> <of my life. laughs> I do that. But it's gonna be a great
1: time. Well, can so, I ask your, can mm-hmm. I ask you a question? I um, uh, love well,
0: people that ask me questions. Okay.
1: Cause because uh, I love what we're like talking about about head and that's one of my favorite things in the whole world. So uh do you have any recommendations for um like for for lipstick or lip stain that actually lasts through that? Because I have yet to find anything that really holds up. Like in my um, opinion, like deep throating is basically makeup remover. So <laughs> <laughs> It's just everything's coming off. Like I don't even know why I bother. I feel like I should just show up like play face, you know. But <laughs>
0: <Sorry>. are we? <laughs> I hope that's <I> okay. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> like I don't know. So um, it's the
1: best makeup remover, and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little messy.
0: that that, (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) cracking up now Um, oh that's good yeah that's good (laughs) i mean i i don't wear a lot of makeup so yeah i guess Mm -hmm. it wouldn't work for me but you know (laughs) i have um from a company ascends they have an amazing um tingling lip gloss that I completely Ooh. oh my gosh if you've never had their lip gloss whew, it's Hi. so good okay <laughs> so when you put it on it changed temperature as you talk as you kiss as you get full of show it was like to feel warm and cool and give all the kind of sensations. I don't know how we're gonna keep the makeup on but definitely that lip gloss is gonna be it's gonna be giving you a good five to seven minutes of some amazing spectacular things before you even really get started you can just kiss along okay. the shower they be like whoa what is happening we're like wow. don't worry it's going then. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Are <laughs> gonna look out for those tips though. I'm definitely gonna have that on a sticky note. because I. Just yeah, say- I'm always
1: just curious. I don't wear a lot of makeup either, but I'm always curious because some some of the partners I've had in the past have had that request of like, oh, I just mm. you know, would you consider wearing like I, the the first doll I was ever with really wanted me to wear bright red lipstick, and I remember going to the mat counter and I just mm. like was talking to this sweet, sweet gay man. And I was like, look, like, I'm just gonna lay it out for you. Here's my needs. Can you please help me figure out what to get? And, um, and he's like, it's okay. I got you. And he's just helping me out. And he's telling me about like girls coming in with their sugar daddies. And I was
0: like, okay, I don't feel weird. I think because I watch, um, I watch a lot of wrestling. And I see they always got their lipstick on, so yeah. I'm like, how do they? I'm do the way we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Makeup for the blowjobs.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, because I don't know. I guess if it's really messy and and you're feeling self conscious about it afterwards, just yeah, ask for a facial and then you just get washed all off and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> just go for like a full spa treatment and you know. But am I am I am I experienced? If I don't wash my face off right away I just I break out so it's it's the mm. only thing that I like that I feel like kind of pulls me back in the reality of it <laughs>
0: like got it
1: like girl come so like, shake this
0: off because yeah, like, no, no
1: no no good deed goes unpunished you know
0: well that's extremely true <laughs> yeah. that's the fun part right if you're lucky so that was our that was our that was our um low-key part of the conversation okay. and now lulu's favorite part her amazing application that she made and that's over hmm, 25 years old and that keeps getting advanced and it's changing and it's moving especially with all that i'm learning and you know <clears throat> and venturing in so it's called getting to know you before i Fuck you and that was the application so I the name that sticks old. because it is what it is yeah and People like, really, you had that? And I'm like, yeah, because I knew what I wanted and I want to know what you have to bring to the table. You should see this, my Tinder profile. Yeah. Right, like this, <laughs> you know, is a job interview. If you're not, we're not just giving out temp jobs here. Not, that's not what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. no.
1: no, Hey, even temps have to interview. I mean, they do, but you're definitely not,
0: there's going to be sliding past. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just let anybody come on in because they need to fill that spot. No, we can wait till the right applicant comes along. Thank you so much. That's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so always our opening.